0: a soft guard (laughs) headphones on headphones on
1: this is not a drill
0: (laughs) hey this is shelly smith we're back with reeds and weeds and that was real big fish everyone else that makes sense all right all right and we're using that song because the book that we're talking about today is (laughs) so people say you're an asshole a book for you people who love you and people who work with you by sarah brabs who's in the studio, oh, <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> Woo. I'm so excited. Uh, Shannon hey. is with us, of course. A wink, and of course she's <laughs> prepared and jolly. And Colin is with us, and he jumped in and read the book, too. Say hi, Colin. Hey,
1: everyone. You read the book, too? I read the book, (laughs) too. That's
0: awesome. Um, I needed to get out of the house, so I drove 25 (laughs) minutes to drop it (laughs) off where it works. (laughs) (laughs) So that I could say, I've left the house. (laughs) What do you mean I haven't left the house? I took Colin that book. That's, that's what I so did.
1: Great. It and was almost like a snowstorm. It was uh the Michigan, Michigan State game in Ann Arbor. <gasps> oh so she was. had a reason not to yeah, leave the house. That's uh, intense. I
2: did. Wow. I did. And you went But anyway. you know how it is.
0: I waited several hours after the end of the game. I'm another oh, an idiot. <laughs> And also, there's a dog <laughs> in the studio there's named Hazel. Hazel,
2: She's adorable. Sarah, yes.
0: what kind of dog is this? She is a Catahoula Leopard dog. Which what? Which is the Louisiana Everybody, state dog. How do you say that first? name. Did yes. you guys know there was such a thing as state dog? I didn't know there was Raise a state hand. dog.
3: Me neither. What's Michigan state I, dog? I don't know because I didn't know that was a thing I and I never looked I think somebody made up. that up. Oh, I looked it up on the internet <laughs> and verified it was true, I think. But my <laughs> <laughs> memory is... What's the first word you said? Catahoula? catahoula, C- catahoula. C-A-T-A- catahoula.
0: A- is that a H-O-L-A. place in louisiana
1: or a county i have no or idea something? i
3: didn't res- i didn't look far into it but catahoula. i do know that they're very good dogs and that after katrina they tended to go psh around the south southern part of the country oh because wow. of the flooding wow. and that in kentucky where we found her running along the side of Interstate 75 and almost getting hit she had escaped from somewhere she had chewed way free and she had oh, recently waitie. had puppies and it was, it was is there a way
0: i can get more sarah in my headphones because i can't hear her in my headphones can we check my headphones i like having
3: more sarah in my head
2: i just met you but already yeah i <laughs> just i just want to make i, sure I sure want her you her in my, head, my <gasps> head so we can <gasps>
3: just can hear better oh, now that'll be great yes a little maybe we'll just share the head oh beyond now i can now i can
0: okay okay sarah say something
3: was that just being recorded? Yeah, yeah no. it's fine. It's her headphones it's okay. were down. That's fine. All. Okay. We <laughs> like it's to keep it raw. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that.
1: <laughs> yeah. We like yeah. to keep it
0: raw. Nothing roll. wrong with love. Okay, uh, just current state of affairs real quick. Um, it is not a blizzard. Uh, what else is going on? Impeachment hearings are going on. Um, a lot of
1: marijuana stuff's going on. A lot of
0: marijuana stuff going on. Real quick, in the last like week. month in the last <laughs> week <laughs> and, Um how do you say the shit has hit the fan no 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 just the surprise was uh the December 1st hey December 1st wreck is gonna happen yeah and maybe no one's ready and
1: by the way it's gonna be nobody's super ready. messy
0: <laughs> we don't even have enough weed for the medical market right. where's oh. it all coming from the
1: medical market what's <laughs> happening
0: market yeah, so that's what's happening, and everybody's quite surprised in so the industry. <laughs> so wait,
2: you're saying that <laughs> okay? So I, am gonna, I actually, I'm kind of dumb for a moment
0: because I okay. don't know what's happening.
2: Um, yeah. So there's, there's just not enough marijuana. We're running out. Is that it?
1: Well, no,
0: yeah. Well, no? well, yeah. It be because because <laughs> the dispensaries <laughs> got licensed really kind of before the enough grows, um, oh. and because of testing requirements, like if you're gotcha. a licensed facility. At the moment, you're not supposed to be taking caregiver product at this particular time. Yeah. Things change every moment of every day true in this story, industry. True story. So um, at this moment, if you're a licensed facility, you are not supposed to be taking caregiver product. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're taking licensed product, it has to go through testing uh, through a lab And the testing is crazy, meaning some people get stuff tested at one place and it fails. They take it to another place and it passes. They take one little bit from a crop and test it. It doesn't pass. Another does pass. This sounds broken. It is broken. (laughs) And therefore, it's hard to get, you know. uh, So so if you think about a bunch of recreational places coming online in (gasps) just a couple, in just a week and a half or so. Yeah. what I think might happen is there'll be a big long line. Everybody wi- will be excited, and then a bunch of people will be being interviewed by the media outside of places, and they're going to be saying they don't have anything. Yeah, <laughs> or wow. all they have are they have is candy bars, or all they have is Some candy bars. Actually,
1: all the candy bars we had, we have, we can't even sell to like patients because they're like higher than the milligram. <gasps> oh, really? Whoa!
0: Yeah. So, what is the situation so where you so work? What's the so situation yeah, where you also work?
1: Uh, But um. So, they issued a state, a bulletin, like, right after they issued the Mm -hmm, mm 50-50, you can transfer, mm -hmm. and it said that, like, in the recreational market, you can only have a 10-milligram serving with Mm -hmm. a 100-milligram max in a pack, Okay, and whereas in the medical marijuana market, you can have a 50-milligram serving and a 200-milligram pack, and so, like... Can you
2: break up the candy bar and put it into separate bags? <laughs> no. <laughs> Give it a different no. label. <laughs> you would
0: have to go to the p- to.
2: You the have top to take
1: some really good scissors. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: what I'm saying, just right? Cut the you box. just cut it. Oh my it. gosh, <laughs> it's just so so. It. We'll, we'll get back to this, um, but it's a great lead-in because in the course of going about our jobs. In the industry, some people are advocates. They've been on the side of expungement and decriminalization and, like, you know, keeping nature legal. And then other people are assholes. <laughs> oh, yeah. whoa. So I'm just going to tie that in right now. Not all, not even the majority. What not are we going to do majority. about the assholes, Shelly? Oh, my gosh. I wish there was a book that directly too, addressed it. Me dang it. it. <laughs> oh How gosh. will they know? Oh, my gosh. Sarah wrote a book. <laughs> oh you guys amazing so sarah brabs is here and um let me just build her up a little bit so we've known each other definitely over 10 years right because we used to be in a bible study together and i can't even put a finger on the date we were at the vineyard church in ann arbor and we used to meet like every wednesday or thursday Mm -hmm. and talk about stuff and it was it was great and then you were in a completely different career at that point. You hadn't even gone back to school yet. I feel like you were in, like, marketing. Mm-hmm. So what I would love to start with is your journey towards, because all of a sudden you were, like, back in school, and you were getting your master's, and you were becoming a communication, and you were ta- doing all this great training, which you talk about a little bit in the book. But I want I want to hear a little bit about your journey towards this book, your writing group, your... Um, your uh, education and all of that that led to so people say you're an asshole sure
3: I had a different book outlined (laughs) I just want to mention I had (laughs) no intention of writing that book at all but I will back up a little bit okay In my when we around the time that we met which I think was about 15 years ago oh my gosh roughly wow I know so Mm -mm. around that time i was did you think i was cool right away yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean you don't even have to to say anything when you walk into a room the room changes so it's just a good yeah it's a good experience hey you'll take it right stamp of approval (laughs) (laughs) earlier today i saw someone ask a question about what's the best compliment you've ever received and it made me wish i had saved compliments (gasps) i should save that compliment oh thank you i will oh I love saying. that. <laughs> anyway, no. It's okay, um, yes, recorded. I <laughs> but will. But it'll be recorded. It yeah. is <laughs> saved. I know. I'm just saved. Okay, so go ahead. So <laughs> anyways, in the in around that time I was working in marketing and I t- switched jobs inside of the company I was with, which was Velassis at the time. Yes. In Livonia. Mm-hmm. And I three times in five years <laughs> and wow. went up, up, up and ended up in marketing. And did a lot of work through that job with nonprofits in the area and, and committees that we had about nonprofits and stuff. So I was getting a lot of different experiences, but I was really bored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so at the same time, in in a parallel track, in a parallel universe, I had an apartment in Ann Arbor. I had a roommate, and one night I was going to bed, and I was brushing my teeth, and I was saying a little prayer. And all of a sudden I saw a picture of me speaking, like a big photograph. And I have never – I'm not a visual person. I, I don't see visions or visuals or anything colors or anything really except for very brief glimpses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've never had that happen since – and it made no sense to me at all because I was working in marketing and I was absolutely terrified of not only speaking, but also just being in a room with people. I couldn't be in a room with people because of the level of anxiety I had about being in rooms with people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i just walk into a room with people and I would start sweating and I couldn't think. And Anyway, so I, I had some issues that I can tell you about if you want to know. But anyway, uh, so that made no sense. It was really amazing, but I just put it to the side. And so eventually I got laid off from the job at Velassis along with many other people in the second or third round. And I had never gotten to be a full-time student. So, I mean, unfortunately up until that point I was debt-free. And so I took on a bunch of debt mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just joined the party at school and finished that semester. And then the following semester i just had that semester left so i took out more loans because i had an apartment and you know i had a whole i had a job i was making at the time $40,000 which or $42,000 which for someone not done with their degree uh, was pretty good yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. Yeah, yeah, i yeah. wish i had known that at the time <laughs> but anyway <laughs> <laughs> so so i just i had this lifestyle right and so i left and i went to school and i was studying communication and business and I met an instructor who I hadn't met certain instructors because they only taught during the day. And I was a night student and a full-time worker. And she, taking her class, she kind of looked at me and saw me and said, I would like you to teach here. <laughs> I, th- I think you wow. need to be a teacher. And I would like to recommend you to get your graduate degree here fully funded. Would you please apply for that? So I went home and made an overnight decision to go to grad school because I had no other plan with my life. And I went to grad school. Was you at Eastern? Yep. So oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. That's magic. It, yep. And it did take me years to work through that anxiety of speaking. Mm-hmm. But I did on my students and faked it till I made it and worked through a lot of stuff on my own. And eventually, it's been 10 years. And this semester is looking like it's going to be my last semester teaching in a classroom on a campus because of what I'm involved in is just much bigger. And I'll be mm-hmm, able to impact mm-hmm. a lot more people, including some college students still. How a long very have different you been way. teaching? Ten so years. Oh, you've wow. been teaching for ten
0: yeah. years? Wow.
3: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And my spirituality and God stuff is a whole other conversation we could yeah, have. But it's yeah, t- yeah, yeah. It's d- a little bit different than it used to be. Yeah. But it's yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. a big part of why I'm doing what I'm doing. But Yeah. And I
0: remember, I feel like I remember us having a conversation, like we bumped into each other at a bar. It was either at... Um, Sidetracks, or it was at out at the corner brewery in the back in the beer gardener wi- at some point and you were talking about you had started doing more this was years ago too but more like storytelling and didn't you get up and do a moth and you had started getting out and s- storytelling and things like that and that was so new mm-hmm. for you i remember you t- Talking about that,
3: yeah, I remember running into you at top of the park, and I don't remember what we talked about, but I remember we we talked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was that because Moth was a long time ago, and I just, I just wanted practice in a different way speaking, and I, I have never gone to Toastmasters. I think it would be really fun, but because of the way that I learned to speak and Mm -hmm, teach communication mm -hmm. classes and stuff, it, it just isn't my path. Right, 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 so <laughs> for sure, for so sure. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I d- I give yeah, I've been speaking my whole life and didn't yep.
3: really go the toastmaster route for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm actually listening to a book by a comedian right now that is about speaking. It's oh really yeah? Who is it? Who is it? I don't remember the name. Oh, it's on my Audible. Oh okay, okay. But yeah, yeah, this yeah, guy is hear. absolutely hates speaking. He hates speaking still, so mm-hmm. he systematized learning how to speak so that he could improve his skill set and yeah, it was yeah, basically yeah. be a comedian Yay! Yeah. and so he made up some facebook profiles and stuff about yeah. his, he's a comedian in ireland and it was totally bought into in the u.s and <laughs> then he was just given this amazing chance in california oh to actually gosh. do a real big show and it he just took off oh that's that's incredible. Incredible. and it's all because of this ex- that's in his in his book Nope, but it's about public one. speaking, and I'm mm-hmm. a bit of a comedian as a speaker, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I definitely want to learn how to improve that craft. I, I just did a talk for the University of Michigan Police and Security, all staff, and this guy came up to me who is also a comedian and promised me, got me to promise that I would do a four-minute c- comedian thing with him yeah, some yeah, yeah, somewhere yeah. out in the community. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's written ten books, and I don't know who he is, though, because I didn't get his information. I trust <laughs> he would call <laughs> me, <laughs> but no, <laughs> never no. happened so... Ambitious yet unorganized
0: young young yeah. promoter there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so okay, so um before we dive into the book, tell me about you said you had another book that you were writing, but so you're teaching how many years in or you, you said you had a different outline for
3: a book. Oh, in the past. In I'm like I'm not past. writing any book. Yes, not right now, at least.
0: So so how far into teaching, and what prompted you to start going down this path?
3: Was it what you were teaching, or your writing group that you got involved with? Okay, great. So, yeah, yeah, I kind of left off in the halfway point. Yeah. So around the time I got laid off, and I went to teaching and stuff, I realized really quickly how little lecturers make Yeah. after <laughs> I was done with my with my grad degree which was just I cannot believe I really didn't look into that but I, I didn't and I, I didn't care in a way uh, but that really matters it turns out how much money you make so so yep. I'm learning these things right I still don't really feel like an adult so along the way I'm becoming more of more aware of things and sure. I realized that this was not going to be this was a stepping stone this experience of teaching and it was perfect but I wanted to do more speaking, and this is in the back of my mind, but it wasn't until I had students tell me for my listening class mm-hmm. that I needed to take what I was doing and share it out with the world because Yay. it was life-changing for them, and that's because I took, transformi- I took this listening class, or I'm sorry, I, I taught this listening class, and I just really didn't like the general way the class was set up. And I also sucked at listening, kind of. I had worked on it, the interrupting piece and stuff, but not enough to teach it. So at the same time I was kind of first learning how to teach it, I was learning learning the information and actually doing the work Mm -hmm. around getting better. And I did a lot of – I created a lot of work for myself to grow in this area, and it completely changed things, along with some other moving parts that were simultaneous. But anyway, so I restructured the class to be experiential and had them try listening experiments in their life and their community with their boyfriend whoever and report back and they had to follow kind of specific instructions and it just grew them as people and they went from not just kind of the typical college student that walks in a classroom but to valuing things differently about communication and what kind of
2: listening experiences did you give them
3: well for example the probably the most impactful one has to do with conflict and some of dives into how i got into what your where your question was going but i told them that to listen to someone fully is not about agreement so they don't that that's an intellectual easy low-hanging fruit i understand that but Mm -hmm. it's not The reality of most people when something is very important to them so they tend to get into a right wrong power struggle argument and then they don't listen yeah so so I told them go start an argument (laughs) with someone (laughs) that you know you will disagree with you've had this conversation so so tell them that you just start the conversation and they will likely start on the same stuff they say And that's fine. So your job this time is to not speak about your perspective. And instead, you can only say comments like, oh, well, that's interesting. Okay, And then you can ask them questions that help you understand their perspective and their experience. But you are not allowed to respond to anything they say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you have to kind of ring them out with your questions and come from a deep understanding that you actually don't know the answers to your questions Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because you don't because you've never asked them. So that's, it set. I would say of all the students that did it, probably 75% had a completely life-changing conversation with the person. And 90% of them kind of, it's the ones that followed the instructions that really mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But most of them had an experience that was significant. And then there's always the off-the-wall weird shit that happens on, you know with students, yes, students. Yes. Yeah, yeah 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 but yeah they don't they don't they don't need our attention so <laughs> anyway they so to
1: class.
3: <laughs> they're gonna have enough problems <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right. i know because i was one of them i'm no. sorry i'm a bad listener miss brabs
0: and you're like you know what just put your pants on
1: <laughs>
0: and hide that crack vibe <laughs> just, oh <laughs> yes, yes. just do something about the smell and just you know we'll, we'll worry about <laughs> listening on a different day
3: just like fluff up the (laughs) hair and be like it's okay this
0: will do for now
3: oh i had a student a few years ago this was a couple years before anything changed with Mm -hmm. weed in our state Mm -hmm. and he just he walked into my classroom he was 10 minutes late he walked in with this cloud of marijuana smell was it but then it's the best (laughs) part is what he (laughs) said (laughs) no it was not you it was this guy he strutted in and he walks Not in really with this big daughter. kind of loopy grin that's nice on his face and says, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just I just smoked a blunt in the parking lot, though. And then he just made his way back to his seat. And this is at a time when students were afraid of talking about this. <laughs> they weren't, they weren't yeah. sure how to handle this. It certainly wasn't legal in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. Yeah. And I'm... A, I'm a teacher, so yes, it was yes, very, yes, oh it was very God. interesting. We we just laughed and then moved on. So. Sure, sure. <laughs> How ballsy of you, sir! I bet yeah, he's a really yes, good th- Thanks for sharing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just not
0: as, okay. So, um, oh my God, there's so well many on, questions. There's one, there's one ahead, more piece to ahead. that. So, yes.
3: the the thing that happened with the students is if they were able to do that and really listen to understand and not not respond, then nine times out of ten, the person they were talking to felt so understood for the first time they asked that person about their viewpoint (gasps) yeah and so it just it's we mirror each other Mm -hmm. and so that's what happened yeah and they had they 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 were having conversations a very common one was about tattoos oh they're 18 they want to go tattoo up their body and their parents are going don't do that (laughs) you're gonna regret it got this tattoo. Right. And they just don't communicate about it very well. Right. So So the
2: questions would start kind of like, well, why don't you want me to get a tattoo? Yes. And
3: then if they say, well, it'll ruin your chances. Why do you think it's going to ruin my chances? There's always a story behind someone's strongly held belief. And if you can hear the story, you can have empathy, which Mm -hmm. makes listening a no brainer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. if you're stuck in judgment and responding Mm -hmm. anywhere in that space, then Mm -hmm. there's no opportunity for for that. Mm -hmm. And it's even, I mean, we're or better or whatever your perspective is but but most of what we argue about is not solvable so the whole entire problem with conflict and with difficult conversations yeah. rests on understanding what kind of conversation it is is it one that you're going to ever come to an agreement on or not
2: yeah i remember <laughs> you said that 70 yes, percent are not solvable yes, 30 percent yes, are solvable yes, yeah um so it's just yeah. it's
3: like you're playing soccer on a football yeah. field one and more question uh, before we oh sorry w- go I ahead i
1: remember in the book too you talked about how like uh when you're both flooded, all you do is, like, <laughs> say <laughs> negative things at each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it just kind of feeds off or say nothing, yeah. Yeah. And, like, how you should ask those how and why questions.
3: yeah. And, so and so you so can ask questions that engage your prefrontal cortex to bring yourself out of the flooding, too, which is helpful.
0: So I was just going to, w- before we, because I, f- I feel like we're getting ready to dive in start talking to everyone. Yeah, we're so excited so about <laughs> <it. laughs> So I have to say, so I would describe, so people say you're an asshole. Um, is the type of book you want to read if you like. It's weird because I know there's different ways to market a book, but I would say, like, I have always been in sales jobs and management jobs, leadership. I feel like it's one of those things that you – do you want a piece of paper? Yeah. Um, It's one of those things that if you are a self-improvement, I want to be a better leader. I want to understand how to communicate. If you like things like Myers-Briggs – Please Understand Me, that book, if you like How to Win Friends and Influence People, if you like if you like those books that you're like, this is going to make me a better person, this is in that category. And what's great about it is basically Sarah has had the c- teaching of communication training and also the study of, is it the um, Gottman Institute, which I've gotten a pack of Gottman cards before and used them on a date. I've done that in the last like three years, actually. I love it. I love it. And um, she takes this approach of, like, let's assume you picked up this book for a reason, <laughs> right? And I'll yeah. have her talk about that. Or let's assume that you picked this book up because you're dealing with someone who maybe you think of as an asshole. And she kind of just walks through, um, frame it. you know, using the word asshole is as kind of like, kind of to cast a broader definition of, like, you, you're maybe just a bad person. Um, communicator <laughs> and therefore it's harming the people around you or you're dealing with someone who doesn't understand how to be kind and it's not and you're probably not going to solve it in the way that you think you're going to solve it and here's some pretty practical steps on how to be a better friend, be a better husband, a better wife, just have smoother relationship conversations uh, and she's a coach on this, she speaks on this topic She's working with nonprofits profits uh, on kind of kinder communications across the aisle. It's super cool. So um, now I wanted to open it up to any burning questions that Shannon and Colin have for Sarah.
2: Well... Mine was uh, related to before the book when you were talking about the opening up the communication. Just, I mean, I have questions about the book too. But uh, when you were talking about having a conflict and asking deeper questions, the only thing I can think of is asking why. You know, like why do you feel that way? Why this? Why that? Were there other sort of categories of questions that you gave them, or any others like starters?
3: They're just kind of typical open-ended questions which are often why but they can be how or can you give me a little bit more information about that what do you have an example of that tell me Ah. more that kind of stuff anything to keep them talking that feels natural to you because Mm -hmm. people will not they will not share something that is deeply personal to them that they disagree with about you if you're bullshitting them If you don't care so I tell them it needs to be authentically you the mind of curious yeah and if there's if they're 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 very grade oriented <laughs> yeah so I, I put points to it and say that this is tell though they have to write about their experience and then they had to come back and share it as a class and we'd just talk about it, it and they didn't get marked on if they were perfect or not it was no. more about did they do it did they try did they clearly communicate about it did yeah. they you know just the the experience itself so yeah it was it's it's just it was it happened naturally for them but yeah I gave them a few sort of pointers about starting off good good questions as you I'm sure know are so important it's Mm -hmm. very Mm -hmm. easy to ask a loading leading and bias question Mm -hmm. in a way that is unhelpful to having conversations happen that need to happen Mm -hmm. and is kind of distracting yeah in a sense so it's just really easy to get caught up in that Mm
2: -hmm. and did you learn those from the Gottlieb Institute or did you kind of figure them out on your own
3: yes (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> <Both>. <laughs>
2: so it is both
3: categories yes yeah yeah the Gottman Institute is in Seattle and yeah. they have been researching what makes and breaks relationships for over 40 years so that's some stuff that's mentioned in my book it's also all over the internet <laughs> and uh-huh. I was fascinated by them when actually I learned about them from Jen Palladino do you know her do you remember yeah, her? yeah. oh yeah so she they use, they use some churches use their stuff in marriage counseling is why she knew about it so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so a lot of the their work has been done in a therapy context so they train therapists on a deep level Mm -hmm. to use the Gottman method but it's kind of there's actually not many at least that respond to communications people in Michigan who are therapists that are certified so I do coaching teaching I do workshops only one-on-one with couples around that as needed, which is l- not very often, but I've had people seek me out because there's no one around here that does yeah. that. But there are people who are therapists and are familiar with Gottman's yep. work and don't need to do all the, exce- you know, they, they know enough to be able to help people. Or they say, like, you should are, read so. this book and now let's yes. talk about it. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what my therapist did.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. Did um, you do a
2: Gottman book or? Um, I started to read one, but then
0: we got divorced. So then we stopped reading it. <laughs> <laughs> The Gottman <laughs> cards are like the ones I got anyway. Are like literally, I don't know how I heard about it, but then I ordered Gottman cards, and it's this set of cards. I took them on a date, and it's like I want
2: these cards mm-hmm. they that you app. talk about. They seem an app, mm-hmm. or you can Ooh. do an app. Cards, Love maps. I like the physical mm-hmm. though. Like, mm-hmm. they have yeah, because it's like
0: I should have bought the cards. I have the cards. The oh, to yeah. yeah, and it was it was a great night where yeah. i like. Because it was kind of one of those: should I keep going with this person or should I? We'll see how this goes, you yeah. know. <laughs> because it was a bunch of real, real questions that we hadn't asked each other yet. Yeah, good idea. It was good. That is, it was good.
1: How did yeah, th- the lo- love did maps. How long did it last then?
0: Well, it lasted about a year. Okay, but but this is interesting. When I thought about reading this book, and 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 I don't know if this happened to all of you, but the first, you know third of the book you're going, am I the asshole? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's so many like,
1: But it's a continuum, <laughs> so luckily. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yes.
3: and, oh, that and oh this explains my divorce so many times yes. have I heard oh that. Oh my god yes. yes yeah. Mm-hmm. They were, the more you know, oh, right? It's yes. just it's yeah. really hard to know how to untangle mm-hmm. messy relationships unless you know how to do it. I mean yes. there's a whole thing mm-hmm. about it and, and the it's still so
2: different. cathartic to, to look at it and be like, okay, so that's what was going on. Oh so this is what mm-hmm. Yep, it was one of these things, yeah. and it's yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. so nice to be like, oh
0: yeah, there was S- a lot so of contempt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep, for sure, for sure. So what but were yeah, you? What waiting. were you thinking at the beginning?
1: Oh, I was thinking of kind of like breakups like that too. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't married, mm-hmm. but um, I was thinking that like uh, maybe I was the asshole, or in work situations too, like where I was like put in power. Um, maybe like I was l- like. I was thinking of like last year when I was working for this uh, uh, super p- super PAC and um, it was called For Our Future, and like how I became like the canvas manager and I was like, "Oh, you guys can all canvas. I only need to canvas like twelve hours a week." Or <laughs> oh no! Like no. <laughs> you well, started wielding
0: your power like a madman. Yeah, man. And like and a madman. It, it was like,
1: "Oh well, today I'm not gonna go out because I got so much paperwork <laughs> <laughs> to do, it, and really I didn't mm-hmm. like have oh anything." My God. Do you uh, like, like being,
3: do you like uh, having authority, positional not authority?
1: R- not really. I just like <laughs> did it because I felt like uh, people entrust me for some reason and maybe I'm <laughs> good at what, like, there was times where like you talked about in the work section like how sometimes people get put on a like higher level mm-hmm. um, and I think that like sometimes I get put like or I'm talked to different by management because of just like who I am. Like if I like don't I don't ha- like have a bad haircut or uh, like I have glasses and so I don't know people take me people like a little more a seriously. <laughs> 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 and I don't you know. have a
0: freak disguise. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> 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 I don't know. I record all these <laughs> marijuana
0: podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> <and
3: shit>. <laughs> <laughs> it's my secret life. That's what I do in yeah. my secret yeah. life. So yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, here's why I was thinking I was the asshole. Yeah, was um. So the first third of the book, I'm like. Oh, okay, so this is worth thinking about, (laughs) you know, like, because I remember when we, when we read Brene Brown, Mm -hmm. uh, Dare to Lead, and one of the things we talked about, were you on that show? I sure was, I love me Brene. Yeah, it was clarity is kindness, right? Mm -hmm. And we all, we dwelled on that phrase for a while, and I thought... About these creative projects that I'm working on right now, and I'm working with a lot of different people, and I'm trying so hard to be clear. This is when I think this deadline is. Yeah. This is exactly what I want you to do and the elements I want you to use. This is, I need to know how much your estimate is for, you know. And sometimes I get back the response, and I'm like, did I do that right? You know what I mean? Is that clear, or is that, am I leaving things out. Do people like working with me? Like I started questioning (laughs) (laughs) all the ways that I do, like with relationships and everything. And then, and then got down to a lot of it is just you're trying your best. Yeah. Like the people who I put in the asshole category are like, they're not trying. They don't care if they're communicating well with you or Mm -hmm. not. You know, so, so I want to come back around to Sarah and like when did this start becoming a book like when were you in a writing group
3: what was your putting the pieces together so I knew I was speaking because I was out speaking Mm -hmm. about listening Mm -hmm. and along the way I met some people who became sort of distant mentors they're distant mentors now but they were mentors at the time and I went to a speakers meeting. There's a National Speakers Association, and oh, do you know Ken state Waxberger? Chapter is in Ann Arbor. I think so. Yeah. Who I mean, there? I don't know him, but I think I know who that is. He was on the show last week. Oh, that's so funny. Yay. Yes, yes, yes. So I Ed went there. Uh, yeah. And I've only—I think I've actually only gone to three or four of the meetings and one of their conferences because it's kind of a—it just depends on the timing and stuff like that. But, but I love 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 that group and one of the things that they are adamantly serious about or at least people that I was talking to are that if you are going to be taken seriously as a speaker you need a book and it doesn't matter if anyone reads it at all you just you need a book Mm -hmm. it's a credibility thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so I thought well if I don't even have to write a good book then I know the book I want to write and I'm gonna write it no one will probably read it but that's okay because that's not the point I still will love it because it will be me. It's It was kind of my philosophy about communication at the time. And so I outlined that book. And then two women in my life started being major, major assholes to people that I love. Oh. Major assholes. And I was just grieving doesn't even really begin to describe Wait, how angry so I was about that.
0: Can you say what, what, like... What do you mean they were being assholes? They were hurting people you love. They were lying. Like, what were the cat? What was the characteristic? Can you describe the assholes? Can at you all? describe the assholery? So there was occurring. Uh,
2: or ass Hillary, as howler. So
3: there was almost an element of bullying happening and okay. power issues, and likely some untreated mental illness. And all wrapped up in a package of of beating people that I love over the head with their words. So (sighs) one thing I can't stand are mean people who are mean for the sake of being mean. Yes. Mm. And that is a place that I wouldn't say that each of those women lives in. But when it comes to the people that I love, that (laughs) is who they were. So they had gotten to the point where they were nearing splitting. And I am sitting there thinking to myself, why are people such assholes? Yeah. Why are people such assholes? Mm -hmm. Because I'm familiar, steeped in at that moment in time, all of the Gottman research. I was thinking about I had just gone out for the training and I was working on stuff. And I for, for about six days, I ruminated about this and was just angry. And it slowly dawned on me that someone needs to write a book about this. But it was not dawning on me that it would be me. Until about six days later, I, I started thinking maybe I should write that book. No, I'm not writing it. You know that whole thing, and, mm-hmm. and that's how that's how I wrote this book. And it ended up being actually, I think, a good, useful book. Yeah. And I I value succinct communication. I don't have a lot of, I have enough attention span issues that I will work on for the rest of my life that I don't like books that are really long winded and excessively, <laughs> excessively. I just I can't do that. Especially uh, so when
2: it's a nonfiction help book. You want yeah, it to be yeah.
3: to the point. Yeah, to the point. And not not saying I don't value stories and whatever, Hello. but but I just I I don't think that I could have written something like that. I wanted something that people could read on an airplane. And or just read a piece I of. I did read this
2: on an airplane. You did? Not the whole thing, because then I watched a movie. But,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I read part of this on an airplane. Did yeah. you read it flying back from the wonderful wizarding world of Harry Potter I for your birthday? I read it
2: flying to the wonder wizarding world of <laughs> Harry Potter for my birthday.
3: Oh, my yeah. gosh. That's awesome.
0: And in the airport. Uh-huh. This Speaking was of my assholes, that Voldemort. Am I right, folks? Yeah, I know. <laughs>
3: Whoa. <laughs> What a dick! But
0: there's that a guy real right there because I you know we're saved. not supposed to be throwing stones, Sarah. But uh, I mean, Voldemort. Am I right? You named him. A curse upon <laughs> you! Uh,
2: I know. I'm sorry, I said it out loud. I've and I've only seen part the of the heads. Harry Potter
3: movies. What? I've only seen part of the Harry Potter, Potter it's movies. Fine. You never read the we're books, sh- though. I know. <laughs> Once I read those books, I will go down a rabbit hole so sure long, yes, yeah, sure because I will not stop reading them. Because I read, I read fiction excessively. Yeah, already. I yeah. said you'll be on the plane with yeah. Shannon. Yeah. yeah. will <laughs> go back. <laughs> It'll be, I want to go back. I, I go need back. more days I mean there. I haven't
0: <laughs> been before but I'm sorry. It'll be, uh, usually, what Weeds and Weeds usually what we have Usually uh, what we have in the middle of the table is a little square of paper with the words <laughs> choo choo on it which means the train is off the tracks. We got
1: 55 <gasps> minutes. Ooh, cool. What so. yeah. just
0: yeah. happened? Good idea. Like yeah. Ah, Harry Potter and then I'm sorry So okay. I'm and, and sometimes I can help now. steer
2: people on but I was real excited to talk about <laughs> oh it I was right. like no right. yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. but you said something Whee! you said something uh, about um, people were being assholes and then I started writing okay I love books and I love writing I tend to appreciate writing I've read some of your LinkedIn writing that's like this too I like it when you let a rip on writing because <laughs> when you get it comes out all in one flow and it's good usually and I and I love that. You know, some people I've been in groups before. I remember I was in this writing group when I was considering going to like creative writing MFA kind of thing. And at the time I was writing stand up. So my writing process was like thing I think's funny, thing I think's funny, thing I think's funny. (laughs) Okay, now I'm gonna go say it. Is it funny? Yep, they laughed. (laughs) Right. Now (laughs) thing I think's funny thing you know and so I, I dip into this like prep course for a creative writing program.
3: Very logical.
0: And we're analyzing the shit out of everything. And like, your tone of voice. And I was like, oh my gosh, do we do this all the time? We're just sitting and pick each other's writing apart like crazy. I'm like, this (sighs) is not my path. This is not my (laughs) path. I just need to write my stuff, Uh go say it, see if it's funny. And that's it. I'm satisfied. I don't need, yes. like, a room full of scholars analyzing oh. my shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Oh, I just needed, s- needed to hear this today. <laughs> Thank <thing laughs> you. <laughs> <know>. Good, good. <laughs> because I I hear people talk about going to their writing workshop and all this kind of stuff. And Shannon had a writing partner. I did. I have had writing people mm-hmm. who are like, Shelly, you got to write this by this time. And mm-hmm. I do it. Or people who give me prompts or something. But, like you i've seen on linkedin sometimes you'll be like hey i just thought of this i'm gonna write it all out mm-hmm. and it's good and i feel like this was like i need to write about assholes mm-hmm. and i'm gonna basically get it all out like did you get most of this out almost in a sitting or two two yeah.
2: wow
3: yeah it feels like no one big train that. of <laughs> that's
2: incredible well, well, it, i
3: mean they were one was 13 hours and one oh was six God. hours or something and okay. i i went back and spent some time on yeah. areas and yeah we redid, i Great editors and mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. but um, yeah it, yeah. Did, it was it was <laughs> I wasn't sure that was okay when I did it <laughs> I was like this seems wrong that I'm just dumping well well how no long did you no take no. your book? I'm like six months <laughs> you know yeah but but, but so, so okay so
0: people in your life were you know being victims of assholes and you sat and you started writing it all out and um, and then were you in a writing group where you were sharing it with people at the moment Tell me about that process. We all four,
3: there was four women. One of them is my mentors actually is the editor of the book, Lori Byron. And she is a phenomenal person and just a wizard with words and communication, super authentic, amazing. And she, she, I think she might've been part of the reason that we knew how to organize ourselves, Mm -hmm. but the four of us would meet and we all had a goal about writing a book. And everyone's goals shifted from writing a book into other their life was going in other directions so that's none of them did it except for me so it was actually ended up being an accountability piece for me with a space that is for for writing for creating for business for a purpose or yeah so it was really 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 helpful I I I don't think I could have I took my deadline seriously Mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. That's and
0: then be- how was your process of like submitting it and getting it published and, and getting it out there?
3: Yeah. So, well, the big question for me was, do I want to self-publish it or do I want to have a publisher? Mm-hmm. And I actually think I could have gotten a publisher. Yeah. But I ultimately, I did a lot of research about if I should have a publisher or not and what the schools of thought were around that and how it's changing a lot. And there's a lot around that. <laughs> and ultimately, I decided that I didn't really care about any of the the reputational or, or perceptions of people that are negative about self-publishing, which is probably the biggest barrier yeah. that I overcame yeah, yeah, yeah. and faced. Mm-hmm. 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 And I once I understood their biggest issue, I actually completely agree with that as a problem with self-publishers. So I understand why it's a concern, but it didn't apply to me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I let the book speak for itself, and I've never marketed it. Well, I d- that's not true. I tried to market it on Amazon and Facebook and got hard denials. Yeah, because it has asshole in it, so that didn't work. Mm, so wow. I could do no marketing. I mean, I tried to do s- marketing wow. and I couldn't do any marketing. Puritan I tried. To I tried to use different words and it's just nothing. What about that little kid's book called "Go the Fuck to Sleep"? Yeah, I don't know. Things have get got. I think doesn't have an asterisk and. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, I did not want to do that. Some people said you need to do that and I said, That's nope, that's kind of the whole point of the book actually, is right. I'm not using asterisks. So there is a chance that the the show it being on C B S next year. So that book they did have to put asterisks for everything after A. I let them do a mock-up and signed off on that. And so if the cover is shown, that's what it will look like.
2: What? Are you saying for our listeners that your book
3: is going to be Goodness, on a, on a yeah. show? <laughs> Tell let us me, more. L- let me back up. We were talking <laughs> about that before the microphones were Yeah. So so my book, no, somehow, a, a, f- a person at CBS who is a writer is a fan of my book. Yeah. So I randomly heard from what I thought was a spam email, and I get so many of those I almost deleted it. But I randomly heard from this guy at CBS looking for my publisher, which freaked me out because I don't have a publisher. I Mm self-published. But I followed some industry recommendations about how to self-publish in a way that Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'll say more about that in a minute. But mm-hmm. I didn't really mm-hmm. know how to handle this. Because yeah. I, I think you're supposed to be paid. And I was super busy and super excited because that's amazing and who cares. Mm-hmm. And I ended up talking to this guy. His name was Lorenzo. And he just wanted to use my book. He said the writer, there's a writer there that's a really big fan of it and wants to work it into the show. And here's what the show is about. So the show is starting, starting starring Edie Falco from Nurse Jackie and the Sopranos. What? Yeah. Yeah, and it's happening. It it we just found out earlier this week my husband and I that it's premiering on February 6th, which is a Thursday night. What's Aww. it called? It is called Tommy. 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 And the book is in the trailer. You if guys, you Google the show trailer. We
0: are now 1 degree of separation from eating from eating oh <laughs> That's what I That's <laughs> incredible. Oh my god. Oh
3: my god. Yes. And I even asked Lorenzo because Lorenzo and I got to be well. We just communicated a lot, and sure, he, sure. he really likes me. Good old Lorenzo. <laughs> yep. So <laughs> I might when I, I might be going to California next year. And Lorenzo <gasps> and I are having a coffee date. That's <gasps> incredible. Yeah. So anyway, can he, we all come I, with I asked him headphones? if Edie Falco yes. would take a picture with my book. He's yes. like, you know, they typically don't let us do that for product development, but you know, let's, let's see what I can. You know, he yeah. didn't really oh. make any promises and explained yeah. why that might not work, but he did not close the door. Yeah. So hmm. I'm going to just patiently let that one sit right. and yeah. cross my fingers. that
0: You know, this may or may not work, depending on how you want to come across level of crazy. But <laughs> you could be like... No big deal. Just, like, you know, when she's not in the room, you could just, like, stick it in her pocket or maybe staple it to the back of her jacket. Oh, or just, like, that's a great it, idea. put it um, underneath her water bottle um, and then just, like, stand really close to her with a camera all the time. Would you <laughs> mind doing that, Lorenzo? Yes. We just follow her
3: around just a little shadow? It's, don't explain it. Just find yes. her prop clothes you can be and an insert an asshole. them into the prop <laughs>
0: clothes and just totally uh get through her boundaries
3: do
2: you like homemade collages because <laughs> i can
0: make one for you lorenzo <laughs> if you do this to me I'm i just could out, i could spell out these just dis- <laughs> I- c- these instructions in like magazine clippings if you want me to and then just <laughs> like i'll make it say lorenzo <laughs> <laughs> okay um choo choo, choo. <laughs> okay back and we're back um was two things <laughs> i wanted to ask about well one one was about um because i was business coach you know for a while for like five years and And one of the things that you said in there is sometimes people get into a position of leadership. Like, they're put, like their assholeness is kind of caused by accidental stress imposed upon them. Like, if you're a great salesperson, for example, gosh, I coach so many sales managers who I'm like, I wonder how they got this job. And then I realized this company's philosophy is if you sell the most, you become a manager. Oh boy! And the very first thing, the very first thing you want to teach this company is like, Hey, guess what? Those are totally different skills. Yeah. <laughs> like someone who's a salesperson just there's just a large chance they're going to suck at leadership, you mm-hmm. know? I'm just uh, d- just trust me. But then suddenly this person is put in charge and they don't know how to do it. All the skills they have are not working. Yeah. And so their team is like, that guy's an asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they're looking that at their guy sales is manager. An <laughs> <asshole>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And 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 they that person's trying to learn leadership and they're stressed and they and they're being an asshole. And I'm thinking like, I. We need I the need waitress song. <laughs> I need to send this yes. to a lot of just people, just anonymously, like just well, and, shove and them and in <laughs> the mail. She offers. She offers. What? Um, yeah. Did you not read the last? <laughs> page? I yes. did. I I the read
2: last the last feel favorite. good the word last that said right. don't give up, and they said no. I okay. The book
0: uh, and said huh. So, so let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do the spoiler right now. Wait. Hold on.
3: Before you read that. Okay. Cool. It depends on what version of my book you have, if that's accurate or not. This one. Is that accurate? No. How about this one? Oh shoot!
1: Oh, y- yeah, she's saying you got a new
3: ending, kind of. Thing. Um, I can't remember exactly how I changed it right now. <laughs> That's probably bad, but you should look <laughs> at yours because it'll be yours, Colin. Because yeah. I just gave you that. Oh, uh, okay. Hold on one second. The reason for the changes, I can explain that. But oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay.
0: Well, here's why. Because Chris, who's normally on the show, um, I said she's like, all these things are coming down right now. Do you have enough people on the show? Because I might not be able to make it. And I was like, oh yeah, there'll probably be four people there. It'll be it'll be great, you know. And, and, but her question for me was um, FYI, when you were inviting people to do this show, she said, uh, wait, what'd she say? Is what's the best way to give an asshole this book? With a bow? Anonymously? (laughs) And what about mushrooms? Isn't the fastest way to remedy an asshole with hallucinogenics?
3: (laughs) Just (laughs) saying. temporary. And I
0: was like, yes, yes. And so. um so tell me why it used to be in the older version yes, i'm yes. like well yeah didn't you read the last page of the book like
3: she'll send an anonymous yes
0: you know so that tells me is
3: your book from the library or is it just like a library that is done like
0: i don't know i think is i ordered it on arbor
3: amazon oh because S- it says ann arbor library but you ordered it on amazon oh which God, means somebody that somebody totally stole this book from the library and <laughs> yes and then, then on amazon it. what an asshole move. what does that even mean I don't know. I mean, that's crazy. We should tell the library. I but like the idea really. being upset and be like, oh my God, I'm not
0: one of these. Can I'm we just get take a moment and get money and understand <laughs> the journey that this That person <laughs> is an asshole. Yes! Some, some, you asshole. It in your hands. some asshole stole this book from the <laughs> Ann Arbor District Library. And I ordered it off Amazon and I have it and I'm sitting with the author. You have the ultimate <laughs> asshole copy. You know what? This book has probably been in someone's asshole.
3: Probably. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and
3: I'm just handling
0: it well, over you know here. I did <laughs> a, I did a <laughs> book
3: release, a book signing b- yeah. talk at the Ann Arbor Library. Yeah. So so it's just funny because the first version of that book, I was offering to send it anonymously, which many people did, yeah. to their old bosses or their <laughs> neighbor or whatever. That's so and beautiful. for, yeah. a, long, for a long time, I hid my friends list because smart people could try to figure out who I knew yes, that yes, they knew. And yes. so I would hide it. And then I realized that you can actually just do that anonymously on anim- Amazon. You can. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I just stopped doing that because it was too much work, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So th- then I changed the ending. Right. Right. But but, you know, so so
0: I was thinking about like how many times when I was coaching that I would say, you know what, I'm going to get you this great book on boundaries or I'm going to get you this (laughs) great book on. And I sent (laughs) like my during the years I'm coaching, I sent people so many books or I would send them books to give as like, you know, what? I think your whole staff should read this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like five dysfunctions of a team. Mm hmm. I sent that to <laughs> so many leaders mm-hmm. just to be like, you're obviously not hearing this from me. Yes. We need like third-party yeah. intervention. Yes. Like even yeah. though you're paying me, I yeah. think you should also buy those books because you're going to read, hopefully, yeah. about yourself. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. you'll be able to see mm-hmm. this. So, tell me, um, Boo-Boo, uh, you wanted to read something about who the book is for. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, you can just read a little chunk of it, whatever you would like to um yeah because I, it is funny to to get this book you have to get it for yourself or you have to hand it to someone like show up at their work the way I did with Colin and <laughs> hand it to his coworker <laughs> and say this is for Colin to read <laughs> And it's it so doesn't great. mean anything. It's just you know. But a book. don't explain. Even just put like it
1: out of there. I <laughs> like could hear, her and I could have came around <laughs> the corner, <laughs> but she was out before.
0: <laughs> you were. There was a lot of social interaction for me at that moment. Did you leave <laughs> with, with a little bit of a huff too, just to really give the effect? Can you please have Colin read this book <laughs> as soon <laughs> as possible? <laughs> 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 uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> I was just
3: like, oh, man. and the slam and the stomp. What is that? I've just never been called by Apple as a suspected spam caller, but I recently read about it happening to someone I know. Okay, okay, okay.
0: When I said I think my identity was being stolen today, no, that was AT&T, never mind.
3: Anyway. I like to screen the call on the Pixel because it it takes them through this text and it asks them these questions, which really annoys them. Oh and they God. hang up. <laughs> it's usually a machine anyway, but it's really funny wow. watching it happen in real life. What time. questions is ask The person you're calling is using a screening service from Google, and then it goes on and on and on. Oh, oh, I get screened and like that. And then it tells, if it's someone I know calling from a different phone, it, it transcribes it, so I, I, I answer it. Yeah. But it's this call screener. It's super awesome.
2: The, is it an app?
3: No, it's something that's built into Pixel. Wow. Oh, okay, anyway. sorry, choo-choo again, choo-choo <laughs> choo again, <laughs> my the <fault>. train <laughs> is crazy, it's just uh, so much fun
2: today,
0: okay, yes, so, so, I, I, I w- if you pick this up and start reading it, um, you might be thinking, like, oh, no, am I going to realize that I'm the <laughs> asshole in this situation, <laughs> or uh, I'm just going to dive in, because it's my friend's book, and I usually like books like this. So the book starts, thankfully, mm-hmm. with this,
3: why are you reading this book section, which I love. So tell us about it. Well, this the introduction relates to my core value, which is to not have my time wasted. So I'm very careful to not waste other people's time and to really use their attention and the time that I have with people to the best of my ability and make it worth their time. So therefore, I don't want people to read this book if it's not for them. Which is why I wrote the introduction. So the introduction explains who it's for, who it's not for, and also shows you how I write in my communication style. So if you want to, the easiest way to read this, FYI, t- to all your listeners, is to just go on Amazon and read that preview. <laughs> so <laughs> big secret. Yeah. It'll, you'll be able to read this doing that. Oh, That's great. always the what I tell thing? people. The int- just oh, the, the introduction. introduction. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I mean, it's it's only just this book is just under 100 pages, Yeah, yeah, yeah. pages. Yeah. So it's not that long, but it definitely has uh, more than the preview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Amazon would not be happy. If you don't meet Amazon's requirements once you sign up to publish a book there or to publi- put your book on their platform, they, they don't let you publish for a year. They don't let you use it for a year. Wow. Oh, wait. Are you
0: going to use read just these two? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Go for it.
3: Yep. Okay. So introduction and should you read this. Welcome to my no fluff take action book about assholes. Can I give commentary to my introduction? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Please. And oh, you know what? Use I've different voices. That. If you need oh. any sound effects. Oh, let us oh know. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna start over. Okay. <laughs> and
0: now,
3: Sarah Brabs reads <laughs> 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 <the> Introduction.
0: Okay.
3: <laughs> okay. So introduction and should you read this? Welcome to my no fluff take action book about assholes. So that's my first cue. If you don't want to take action, don't read it. Yeah, or if you don't like the word assholes. Right, right. Maybe, maybe, but you picked up the book, so hopefully there's (laughs) a little bit in there. But you should read this if you're an asshole. Or if people think you're an asshole, but you don't agree. Or maybe you do agree. You should also read this if you deal with an asshole frequently. You should not read this if you are an asshole who enjoys being one or aren't interested in learning something (laughs) new. It (laughs) would be a waste of time for you. That's a serious recommendation on my part because it will waste their time and I don't have anything to say to them. They will hopefully learn what they need to through their own life experiences, which do not intersect with my book at this point. (laughs) So my intention with this book is to make it a quick read that educates, impacts, and equips you to understand and deal with yourself and those in your life better than you do now. I say that because it's not to be perfect, it's not to be amazing, and it's not to be wonderful necessarily. It's just to do better, be better, understand yourself better. It's opening a door to hope in some way. Mm. You should take whatever you learn that fits your life experience and run with it. That is, if you want to enjoy life and relationships more than you do right now. And here's some advice from a teacher. If you want to remember this when you're done reading it, tell someone who needs to know. Teaching is the best way to learn and retain information. But don't teach it to someone who doesn't want to know. Otherwise, you're the <laughs> asshole. It's, uh, it's a true statement. It is a true statement. The first time
2: I laughed. So I started reading this book in the airport. Uh, and, um, or maybe, anyway, uh, when I started reading this book, my my fiancé looked over at me. And he's just like, what? And I'm like, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Because it happened. And then I read a little bit more. And I laughed again. And he's
3: like, what? Yeah. Yeah. But it's true. Sorry. I mean, Ill-timed advice, no matter how much you think it's helpful, is kind of an asshole move if you're you're in the wrong circumstance. Yeah, especially. So (coughs) this book is broken into three parts. The first part is so people say you're an asshole. (laughs) The second part, assholes in relationships. And finally, assholes at work. You can skip sections if you wish, but I encourage you to read this start to finish. For kind of what you were saying, Shelly, because it builds. Mm -hmm. It does. Also, I should mention, often when we think of the word asshole, we automatically apply that label to a male. But this term applies to women as well. I most frequently refer to males here when I talk about assholes for the sake of simplicity, but know that it can refer to men or women. In fact, two females who have been assholes to people I love were my inspiration to write this book.
2: Insert an- another Shannon laugh. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's where, <laughs> that's
3: where it happened. So... I, and I, I just don't I mean I think people understand my intention so I was very explicit about I'm gonna use mail just because it's simpler. I yeah. don't I'm not wordy and I don't I'm not concerned about being PC. <laughs> so the point is the point and Well and that's it gives you better
2: flow if you just keep using yeah, the same yeah, pronoun. Yeah, yeah.
3: This is not a long book. That's because I'm someone who values succinct communication and straight talk. I want you to quickly read this, get it, apply it, and move on with your life. I've been told before I have the gift of delivering truths with a velvet brick style. I love the phrase Velvet Brick. Yes. Should be a song. It should be a song. Yeah. Meaning I can deliver hard truths but be nice in the process and people are able to hear these hard truths from me. I hope that you have a Velvet Brick experience. One last thing. You will see the word asshole fairly often as you read. What? I know. (laughs) I know. I mean, it's just, believe it or not, I don't swear a lot in my life. That's not necessarily true now. (laughs) But there's just no better word for what I'm writing about than asshole, so it's frequently necessary sure is. I should read just a little bit because this is the so people say you're an asshole checklist.
2: (gasps) Yes which is a great checklist by the way if you're wondering if this is you this is the part where you really listen and if you weren't listening that's a sign of being an asshole. Mm
3: -hmm. do it. Or being on the way to being an asshole because it's a continuum. It's a continuum. If you're an asshole and not completely unaware of yourself usually you know you are one but let me paint a picture of what your life is like at times. See if you recognize yourself. When you get in arguments with people, you feel like an innocent victim. You usually think the problem is someone else. You express the above in a variety of ways, often not very nicely. You don't make it a habit to think about the effect that you have on others. You notice people don't often seek out your company. You are called an asshole. (laughs) So... It's It's not. It's, this book is not meant for people who are psychopaths and sociopaths, which I've had to testify in the trial of a psychopath because my next door neighbor murdered people, and I dated oh. a sociopath. So wow. I'm wow. Just not really interested in, in oh that arena. Goodness. I'm very aware that that's not. I actually have a heart for people who are difficult because in my experience, most of the people that are being assholes are actually unaware or only a little aware and very lost in a way, and their asshole responses and tendencies tend to be out of that dysfunction and brokenness mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. rather yeah. than they're truly in their heart a bad person yeah, that's just and if they have this slight openness to curiosity then and there's space for them to learn about it then they I have seen people completely change yeah you know just whoa all of a sudden it makes sense why everyone yeah. thinks I'm an asshole or well whatever I had, um, or they got a pro- promoted t- to their level of incompetence and <laughs> they then they get blamed for it you know scapegoated yeah so.
2: Well, um, I had a therapist one time who talked about it as like potholes, right? You fall into a pothole and you don't know that there's such a thing as potholes. and You're like, what the frick just happened? When you start to hear that there are things called potholes, you can start to look for them. And even when you fall, at least you're able to say, oh, my God, I just fell in a pothole.
3: Yes. And know it's temporary. And yeah. you know what to do. And, and then you start to learn to look I for them and, and go around. Yeah. Yeah, I love that.
0: I love that. I I wanted, I couldn't find it. I was trying to find so I could ask you about. There's something about how you think about your partner while they're not there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I remember a friend of mine a long time ago might even have been in our church group that was in a new relationship and it was the first, I mean, gosh, this was definitely over 15 years ago, in a new relationship and suddenly her husband changed jobs to where he was gone on long shifts or, like, maybe he was a fireman or on an oil rig or something like that, mm. and she was in a new place. They had moved there, and she realized that, like, she was resenting him while he was gone. While he was gone, he was kind of missing her. Their thought lives about each other were different. Aww. And it was the first time I thought about c- being mindful of your thought life about the person you love when they're not there is part of, of the relationship. Yeah. It was the first time I had heard that mm-hmm. and then was reminded and I couldn't find the section, but do you guys know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Where where is it? Because I don't
3: I don't know offhand exactly right, what page it's on, right. but we can talk about it's
0: it. Yeah, it's one of these things where it's how do you expect to be able to be immediately kind to someone if the twenty four hours that they haven't been with you, you've been building your case in your yes. mind. You've been going and then they oh, did this and yeah. Do you know what I'm I talking
1: about? I remember about? that part of the book. Too. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah,
0: and thinking like, oh, so you're, yeah,
1: yeah. Could you find page it, sixty-two,
2: Shannon? or yeah, at least that's it. where yeah. I'm starting? Okay, uh, page sixty-two in the middle of the first par- er, The first full paragraph. You see, what we focus on grows, whether it's positive or negative. Plus, when we focus on negative things, we tend to notice them and only them. It's a bad deal all around. And the unfortunate outcome is that he may do many thoughtful things. But if you have a negative mindset toward him, you won't see half of them, like I said earlier in the book. So start being intentional about finding the positive.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And like one of the things I do when I get in a fight with my husband is I if I'm kind of going off the cliff, you know, there's other things like calming down, flooding and stuff. But Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but is I ask myself what's true? Yeah. Because usually if I go through my process in a a self-coaching way, then I understand what if fear is at work and what element usually I'm trying to control something usually because it's I'm afraid usually because it's some insecurity usually because it's about a lie yeah it's like it's very predictable what the dysfunctional thought patterns are that mm-hmm. I will probably will all work on the rest of our lives yeah. and I can cut it all I can stop it all if I understand my husband is kind loves me and wants what's best for me and is doing the best that he can yeah if mm-hmm. I just remind mm-hmm. myself of that truth it totally cuts the feelings of resentment and anger and Understanding like if they knew, if mm-hmm. they knew your friend, if she knew the power of her thoughts on their relationship, it changes things because her her resentment is born out of pain and hurt and a desire mm-hmm. for connection, but she doesn't experience it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, like, like yeah. you're saying
2: on page forty two of your book, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shannon, you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: was just looking at forty two. Actually, oh, so hey. <laughs> you were talking about <laughs> that. Yeah. Practice oh, yes.
2: transformational listening, and empathy happens inside of feeling understood. When we have empathy for another, it's easier for us to overlook what we are arguing about. It's easier to cut the other person some slack, and it's easier to let the other person be her natural self without being bothered by as much or by taking it personally. You know, I just realized I'm, just, I'm doing an asshole thing. I'm shouting at the page, and then I'm very excitedly reading your book when you, the <laughs> author, are right here. <laughs> oh, no.
3: Do you, know, do you know how nice it is for really? me to have someone else do that? Okay, oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. It's as great. long as you don't yeah. mind, because yeah. I get excited, and I, I just kind of
0: jump into stuff sometimes. Oh, hey. I want to do a time. real, uh, hopefully, non-asshole thing and check in. <laughs> Check in on Hazel. How's Hazel doing? Oh, Does Hazel yeah. do you think Hazel wants to pee or is Hazel good right now? Oh, okay. I kind of sh- thought
3: a minute ago she might want to up. Well, I now heard some sort
0: down. of boom sound, yeah. and then I was
2: like, I think okay.
1: somebody came in the other studio. But oh, right. Sure. All. Okay. Sure, boom boom sound. And there was yeah. an explosion.
0: Yeah. Um, and
2: I was all like, Are we gonna die? Should I go lock the door? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm having what an asshole.
0: asshole. <laughs> We're
1: gonna die later, some other time. Not today, not right now, <laughs> For sure.
2: And then I was like so doing my defensive training, where I'm like, okay, remember, you're supposed to throw something. You're supposed to run at them, Don't <laughs> run away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're like, wow. I'm take the computer screen. <laughs> Plus, we have I'm an anxious the person. It's we it's like
2: have
0: an angry dog here. I'm pretty yeah, relaxed, right. actually. I got to tell you, <laughs> so make them flood. So, the can you describe flooding? Because we've said it a couple times without describing it, and like my impression of it was like you're overwhelmed so yeah. so tell me at the context of flooding and then I want to hear a little bit more about um Gottman say can you talk a little bit more about flooding and Gottman? Okay, mm-hmm. cool.
3: yeah so flooding is just the fight flight and freeze trigger at work so when our when we're overwhelmed in the way that we're flooded our heart rate is over 100 beats a minute and our blood pressure is up and we can't hear as well because our hearing is diminished and because our vision is diminished, so we can't see as well. So, we literally physically and physiologically are focused in on the thing that is the source of the danger. So, that makes it impossible physiologically to communicate in a way that is thoughtful, nice, et cetera. It's like a Herculean effort to understand i'm flooded i need to yeah pull back from this because i can't communicate that doesn't happen it's mm-hmm. so easy to talk yeah. about does not how it no works. but it's yeah. so huge because yeah. this was
2: one of like when i look at past relationships and i look at my part and what went wrong i was like oh yeah. i have flooded a lot because of anxiety yeah. and so i was just like oh yeah. that's why sometimes i have to say i'll talk to you later or uh, you know and then come back later and be like these are the words i couldn't say before i don't know why i couldn't say them <laughs> But because you there. literally couldn't say yeah. Well. yeah.
3: So usually what happens is there's a uh, there's many names for this pattern, but there's a chaser and there's a runner. <laughs> and yeah. they're both flooded and one person has to get away from that stimulus and source of all their pain, who's usually barking and screaming at yep. them. And the other person is feeling like you don't care. Why aren't you listening? How mm-hmm. come you don't understand this? Maybe if I explain it an eighth time to you. You'll finally see it. Or they're caught in the same place. they're repeating themselves. Yeah. So it's just a cycle, and both people are, they both respond differently to being flooded. Yeah. One person usually wants to leave, and one person wants to chase. So if you understand the dynamic. Wait, you so don't you're saying even, even the
2: angry person is flooded? Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh. yeah. Both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Gottman stuff. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. Just Sorry, I get so excited. No, it's okay. So um, <laughs> I want to mention just as a way to segue into this. I just found out that I didn't know that Segway was spelled S E G U E, and I was in a business meeting the other day, and it, the the guy looks at a paper because he's got he he's, he can't see very well, so he's squinting. He's looking at the paper and he's like, "Okay, we're gonna segue into, <laughs> into <laughs> this." <laughs> and I and I and I looked at it and I was like, "Sieg." And oh know. And, he, and he's—I mean, we're very—it's a group of four, and we're very close, and it's yeah. a business thing, but we're working on stuff together. And so he's like Segway, and I'm—I'm I'm thinking Sieg. So, yes. so I just said Sieg, he's like Segway, and I'm like Sieg. Yeah, <laughs> and I just, oh. <laughs> just oh. has a why, you know. And finally, he just kind of was like, "So we're gonna go into this," and it, <laughs> then it just clicked, and I was like, "Holy shit!" That's pronounced <laughs> that's Segway. <laughs> <laughs> My entire life, I must have never read that word. Yeah. Oh, that or if funny. I did, I read it as C. As it's, C. Yes. It's it's the train thing. I, I see what you're that doing there. Funny. That's uh. how we like so it. That's how we like
0: it. I opened this up when you were saying uh train thing, train thing, and the first thing that I saw, and this doesn't have to do with anything, but it, it was it was make such a ruckus in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Uh I'm going to put that in a rap song. And that's what just happened was a ruckus in my brain. Okay, back to Sarah Mm, and the Gottman Institute. (laughs) Yeah.
3: So the reason I wrote the book, the middle part of the book for Mm -hmm. the person who is in a relationship with an asshole Mm -hmm. is because in my work and experience, what I see are people who didn't start out as as assholes. Yeah, they ended up one of them ended up becoming or being perceived as an asshole. And then that starts to really tear the relationship apart. It gives Uh legs to words to use to describe it. But they don't leave that person. No. So there's no books around that really talk about how to stay with the asshole
1: at all. So Mm -hmm.
3: you have an asshole who's likely not really an asshole, who's the end result of a long series of communication and and relationships and building and Mm -hmm. and destroying over time. And that is the asshole at the end of the rope. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you need to sit around and get verbally abused and mentally abused no. and physically abused. You know, and I say that explicitly. You in do my, multiple in my, times. Yeah, what I love. I'm mm-hmm. very. I'm careful about that. Where you're just like,
2: hey, if you're in this kind of relationship. This doesn't pertain to you. Yes. That person is, n- yeah. you need to leave. You know,
3: well, you, they know what they need to do. Yeah. Their problem is not, they're not idiots. They no. know what they need to do. We are irrational creatures at heart. So yeah. So that's not our business what their path is. Yeah. So what I see, I, I have a core value of, of seeing reality, not dressing it up, <laughs> not judging it, not shaming it, not mm-hmm. nothing, but talking honestly about it. Yeah. And this is honest. People stay with people who have gotten to be yeah. kind of... They're hoping to repair it, hoping things change, hoping it's a season, whatever. Like you, and you say in page stay, 46 of your book. <laughs> I do. You're you so. do. Uh, I, I really love... with me places. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yes,
2: I could just be like... I can uh, be like the <coughs> Keaton uh, and, or the, the ke- Keelan Peel uh, thing. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know shows and so I probably broke that name. Um, but uh, on page 46 you say... Uh, That anyone can get stuck in a bad relationship. I was and am a strong woman. Not only that, because of my training and work, I'm more knowledgeable than most uh, about relationships, Um, including codependent ones like the one, like that one was in communication. Look, I get excited. I need to put this up here. I get stuck. Anyone can get stuck. Um, And then you talk about the fact that since the days when my friends told me the truths and impatiently watched me get treated badly, some of them later became involved in bad relationships. They're out of them now, but the point is lots of people go through this, and not anyone talks about it. It can happen to anyone. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason I remember that is because, again, like you get I get, I was in a bad relationship and it's one of those things that you're stuck and you're like, why can't I leave this? I know that it's bad. I know that I shouldn't. Uh, and you talk about that, too, on page 47. Where <laughs> <laughs> you, you must say have been
3: loving this. The <laughs> funny thing.
2: Oh, good. I will fangirl you up. This is great. The <laughs> funny thing about this time is that looking back on myself in that relationship, the truth was I did not believe that I was worth more than how he treated me. Right. Uh, and that was a really powerful line, too, because that's something you have to really look at in yourself and mm-hmm. say, oh, that's a truth about me. Yeah. That's not a truth. I want it
3: to be. About right. Me, but that's no, it's not something I'm proud of. There no. was a there was a schism in my ability to even experience who I was. I I really thought that I was was someone who valued what yeah. I had to offer and who I was. And I think on some level I did. But when it came to being loved, I mean, just to my poor parents what I put them through when I was dating I dated a homeless person I dated an alcoholic who who they had to rescue me from across state lines both worthy of love by the way yes I know (laughs) and I dated a sociopath and I I just made a lot of choices along my journey that scared people and that's fine I I learned I would not take a a thing back about what I did I've had so many experiences because I I don't have much impulse control, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I do now, but yeah. then I, I didn't. Anyway, so so it was really important for me to understand there was a moment, and it's it's like everybody has the moment, and I used to hate it when people said that to me because their moment invariably was a moment that I had lived through six months before Yay. that. So what does that say about me? And instead, I just internalized shame and felt like shit about myself. So mm. the best so what example. D- what do you mean by the moment? Oh, the moment when you know you got to leave? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, and you're saying you'd hear their moment and be like, why didn't you put up? I put up with that instead of it being your moment to leave. Is that what you're saying? Not. No, not exactly. Okay. I was, what do you mean by the moment?
3: Well, there there came a moment for me that people kept telling me would have a moment and they'd tell me their moments. But the way they told me their moments, it felt like their bottom was something that was my middle. <gasps> and so oh, I was just I instead see. mortified and kind of ashamed and really confused. And it just c- it further it further isolated me. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I'd have different types of friends and, at the time. And one of them literally just couldn't be friends with me anymore because she couldn't watch me go through this and basically Oof. said that to me. Wow. And she that. had been my best, best friend. Super mm-hmm. close. She even had been around and hung out with this guy and trying to... <laughs> like it and stuff yeah but she just reached her limits not mm-hmm. nothing personal mm-hmm. so yeah. anyway it was it was a lot about knowing who was in my corner in terms of support and there are times when you need a person on your side and there are times when you need people who don't speak and mm-hmm. know that it's not about them and to just let you be and then there are people who you want to tell the truth yeah and those people knowing when to speak and who to have and how ha- is a whole art form and I, yeah, it's, I really didn't know that about myself, but as soon as my moment happened, mm-hmm. I find that I realized it was, it had been true Yeah, because it, my moment was so, it, and really, it was kind of stupid. It, 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 holidays matter a lot to me and they mattered even more to me at that time. The meaning that I attached to Valentine's mm-hmm. Day in particular mm-hmm. yeah. was pretty poignant. And the very last piece for me was we had kind of been, you know how you're sort of breaking up with someone, but yeah. you like, do mm-hmm. things. yeah Great times. Really, Good times. Yeah, oh, yeah. Everyone's comfortable. It's like the disconnect process. You're sure. slowly about to crash, yeah. but you haven't crashed. Anyway, so we were in that space and I had was supposed to hang out with him on Valentine's Day and he ghosted me and went and hung out and spent the night with his ex-girlfriend. <gasps> what the? In the geez. same night. What the so, what? So when I realized that, that that was it? It wasn't when he called me a cunt or kinda threatened me with a knife oh God. or made, he made he was ve- fairly wealthy and he I was in grad school living on loans and he'd make me pay for things and <gasps> I mean he we thought maybe I'd be pregnant at one time and he was like verbally abusing me in the store and just being a horrible person to me. Wow. Wow. And he, he was He's a s- sick person. Yeah. I, I uh-huh. actually still have a friendship with him that's from a very long distance. I haven't seen him in person. Uh-huh. So um, but I wouldn't say it's a friendship, I guess, but I, have, I I see who he is, and I have hope for him knowing yes. some of his story. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it is yeah, not yeah. a good idea for me to be in his life at all. No. And he, he's, he sees me on Facebook. He mm-hmm. likely could hear this podcast. He right. knows all of this is true. So it was a really not a fun mm-hmm. situation, but it was Valentine's Day. And yes, as soon as I did yes. that, it wasn't until it's not like I realized, oh, he's such an asshole Valentine's Day. And then I just decided it was like, this is hard, but I need to do this. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the and I just and I blocked him and I I sent a little. No, did I, I don't even know if I did. I just blocked him on my phone and mm-hmm. kind of disconnected with him. Mm-hmm. And it was then that I felt better. I, it's like I had to take the action yes. and then the feeling followed. Yes and the feeling never left me. It was not an easy thing, but it was like that feeling of flow that you just stepped right back in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. you just know that you're doing the right thing and it's yes, okay. It exactly. doesn't it's hard and it's the unknown and it's just uncomfortable, but Okay, I have to
0: tell you this book gave me strength last week <sighs> to do a similar thing where um someone in my life was trying to make contact with me and I it I just it had become clear to me that this person had Lied to me quite quite often, and was lying to someone else. And this is someone that I care about deeply, and we're connected uh, for years. And um, and I was kind of like, I don't, I don't think I should see you, you know. And um, and I was reading this book in that little time period, and and they suddenly were like making me feel bad. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, totally. You, you're it's a mind and Unless and you know now, what's what? happening. All of a sudden, I was like. No, no, no. I mean, I just think if we're not, if we can't be totally open and honest and this is going to, you know, and I'm coming at it from this logical place yeah. and getting this, fine, do whatever the fuck you want. You know, and I'm like, well, no, no, no. I'm, uh, You know, and then I realize like, oh, this isn't even like a logical, we're not having a real yeah, conversation. No. This is not about uh, the communication. This I'm trying to go like, shame. well, no, I'll explain it to you. This is, these are the reasons why I have considered that this is not a good idea for us to continue. And, you know, with love, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, um, and. <laughs> And uh, I was just like, oh, this person is coming at me, like, they're angry yeah, at me, and I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, but as soon as I said, no, we can't see each other, it was this immediate, like, energy yes. and freedom. Yes, yes. And, and I was battling about, like, am I being an asshole for not, like, they're a super old friend. Mm-hmm. Can't I just give them a little bit of my time, and can I just, you know... And all of the energy in the world that tells you if you're doing the right thing (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, rewarded me on the side of, no, create that boundary. Yeah, This is someone who's not ready to be like an honest, free person, you know, and it was hard. Mm -hmm. It was hard, but Mm -hmm. it made me realize, like, I don't know, like, I think. Because of my upbringing, or, or or something that I have, maybe just a super high asshole tolerance. Yeah. Um, in some places in the world, that's known as being a doormat. <laughs> but I feel like in the last ten years, it's gotten so much better. Yeah. What were we gonna say? Fifteen minutes. Really? Okay. Already? I know. It's gone. Shoot. But there's
2: so many things <laughs> I want to ask and say.
0: <laughs> okay, hold on a second. Uh, no, come no, keep coming with your, come up with your top two. I will, okay, because I want to hear like, but I want to be present with you first. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I, 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 my, my train of thought is is gone now. Oh no, I was I holding a thought on to about what you were gonna, s- okay, you were saying. So too. you, and then I want it like takeaways from people because yeah. mm-hmm. I, I think takeaways are interesting because one of yeah. yeah so did you have a takeaway yeah
1: no i was um so uh one thing i took away from this book is i was a communication major um and i was studied journalism <coughs> and i thought i connected with it a lot too like uh just how to uh communicate efficiently and effectively listen to other people and um i feel like uh in the end when you put like uh like uh make it a prank um um also like i just try and diffuse situations with comedy too in a way yeah. or like jokes and stuff like that and um so i really liked it uh i was also like finding myself um thinking of assholes that i know and like <laughs> that, like oh like that one time when we were talking and i had that idea but then it got like run over by them because they couldn't stop talking about their uh, ideas and whatnot yeah. um so i and uh Just, um, I mean, some of those assholes are my friends, I guess. Right, right, (laughs) of uh, course, of course. But, like, some of them, uh, like, I was thinking, like, about how maybe they lost their job over something stupid. And, uh, I could, like, definitely understand how some of those things, like, uh, definitely tripped him up. And, uh, like, uh. So I was I was thinking this is a good, like, motivating help self-help book, kind of like yeah. uh, How to Win fl- Friends and Influence People. I read that book, and it kind of reminded me of that and how I can uh, give it to them, um, maybe as, like, a white elephant gift or something. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> a good idea, yeah, <laughs> actually. That's <Yes>, great. <laughs> <yes, laughs> absolutely. So, yeah, that yeah. was one of my takeaways of the book.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you know what's funny? I think it would be legit funny if you did a Facebook, like, holiday shopping post it was like <laughs> are you passive aggressive and have yeah. a lot of parties coming up yeah. <laughs> oh that's <laughs> so <And> great
3: <laughs> you can get my book on amazon for any like the thing is, is facebook reviews and reads your ads so if i once i get approval and boost it i maybe i don't have to pay for them to maybe people will share it Yeah, just share it. Just don't
0: do it as an ad. Do it as like a funny share this with friends thing. Well, no one sees my
3: Facebook page because I don't hardly do anything on it. So, do you do Instagram or anything? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, do it on Instagram and I'll and I'll share it. Okay, yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Um, Okay, so respond. Do the thing that you were going to respond, and then you say your takeaway. Be quick. Okay. Oh my god. Shit goes by so it fast. Does.
3: Okay, okay, go. I was just going to say in response okay. to your situation. I think I talk about this in the book. I'm looking at Shannon because she knows it better than I do right now. She's our resident expert the th- and the author uh, is right, here. Right, right, <laughs> 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 The thing that happens with to with people in a relation or re- breaking up or whatever, what you just described is there's they're using communication for different reasons. You're using yeah. it to communicate a message. They're using it to it for a power tool. Yeah. So it's not about your meaning or your message, and if you respond to their meaning and their message, you just validated what they said, which means that you lost, and that's why there's a shift. You can feel it when you start to respond and dah, 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 you're, you're taking yes. it seriously, and you're like,
2: "Wait, what? Uh, this train is leaving, and what? And what you, you're like, "What happened?" Yeah. But as soon as
3: you say no or respond or don't and don't don't entertain it, mm-hmm. then you stop that and you get that power back. Yeah. So there's a shift. It's li- all about power, and they're trying to kind of push you down with their I words. Yeah. It. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah uh,
2: That's
3: all I was going to say. Okay. Shannon.
2: So first I just have a phrase that I think that, that really – well, okay, so there's these two pieces that really stuck with me. Uh, one was on page 53. I like to give you the page numbers. Um, yeah. where it I like says reading along. Yeah. Uh, the, f- the top paragraph least, on mine, it says, He may need to repeatedly forgive you as betrayal continues to sting. And um, that really stuck with me because that idea of I'll say that I've forgiven someone, and it, you know, like I'll be like, okay, so that really hurt, but I, I did it, and then later on I'll be like, ah, why does this hurt again? And I'm like, oh, it's a repeatedly forgive thing. Sometimes yeah. when a betrayal is big, that's how it Ooh. is. So I thought that was Jeez. really powerful and good for people to hear. Um, but then the other one that really hit me um, is on page seventy four, well seventy three to seventy four, uh, that said uh, it was the dance of oh, anger. Different
0: page numbers.
2: Well I it's seventy three two seventy
3: five. Well it's because four. your book is older. Oh remember it's oh the original. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. It's so it's but you're if you've got a current book, you're fine. But the okay, good news yeah.
0: the good news is is that I was worried that I just didn't understand. Oh English. no.
3: Okay. Cool. Aw.
0: I'm just kidding, I got it.
3: But well. um
2: <laughs> so because 'cause we're short on time, I want to make sure that I get so that people can talk. Um So anger is a big thing. I have some trauma in my life. Everyone does. Um, But it it says on 73, according to other research, um, and it says, see the books, The Dance of Anger and Anger, the Misunderstood Emotion. When we go on and on about something or someone or ruminate over something we are angry about, we actually get angrier. There is no cathartic release for anger. And I thought that was so beautiful because, you know, the idea is, oh, you're not supposed to suppress it. You're not supposed to hold it down. You're supposed to think about it. But then also anger is in in itself its own sort of Mm -hmm.
3: roller coaster tunnel hamster wheel. Mm -hmm. So what is one to do? I think of Hulk. So, I mean, you know how there was a point in Hulk's life where there was no control between what's Mm. the I mean, what's the guy's name?
1: Bruce Banner. Thank you. There There was no control. He just became Hulk. (laughs) (laughs) Right? He was angry.
3: So some of why we ruminate and spend time on it is because we're trying to understand it or process it or whatever. But if the effect is that we're so angry, I mean, look around you at the furor online between people. Yes. That is the result of anger being whipped up. And it is not new to this generation, this generation political season it's mm-hmm. not new it's always mm-hmm. been there yeah. so it's helpful to know that it literally just whips up anger for mm-hmm. really no reason other than to incite violence yeah. almost yeah. psychologically yeah. but what do it you do it doesn't help you you have to understand anger so, so anger people has a place don't understand it's anger yeah th- well they they might not have been socialized or they don't feel feel okay about their anger they don't yeah. have words a emotion. lot of men weren't socialized mm-hmm. with words mm-hmm. for emotions oh yeah and as you
2: say somewhere else in your book uh <laughs> i can look up the page where we're short on time so i don't want to look it up right now uh men get reduced from adrenaline uh, slower than women mm-hmm. do which is part of the reason that they stay angry longer mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah men are actually protecting the relationship when they when they interviewed men that were in fight or flight that were walking away or leaving or stonewalling is what they call it they're acting like a stonewall they're not engaging they're inside they're thinking just 10 more minutes and then I can, I can walk out the door. It's going to be the TV shows on. She's just going to shut up. It's going to be okay. That's the stuff they're thinking, which behind that is they know that they need to not to shut up, mm-hmm, to not mm-hmm. say anything. Cause they know instinctually they're going to make it worse instinctively. Wow. So they, they're really protecting the relationship, but they don't realize that themselves. They're protecting themselves right then. But if they don't communicate it, it's like when yeah. I teach speech transitions to organize listeners, Holy shit! If you're organizing listeners about a speech, do you think you need to organize your spouse's understanding about where you're going before yeah. you walk out of a room mm-hmm. at an important mm-hmm. moment? Yes. So that's the break. Yeah, yeah. It and just you makes say sense. like, yeah, someone needs yeah. to
2: walk away from that moment, but you need to make sure you tell your partner first. I'm walking away because I'm I'm angry and I need mm-hmm. to be able to not be flooded for a bit or whatever your you <laughs> communication yeah. Yeah. is. If you can use humor, or I yeah. use
3: the word balloon with my husband sometimes. Uh, I mean, there's just something. You say that's your balloon is filled. Yeah, I haven't gotten that far, but because we just thought of this word, we've <laughs> never really figured out how to use humor ourselves. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so we just we know and we take you a break. You just blow yeah, up a be- yeah, balloon we, we and communicate I go we're taking a break. We I don't I really get into why. Uh,
0: yeah, two ways you could use the balloon. Uh, one is if the <laughs> balloon was full of helium, yeah. it would force you to continue the argument, but with super high funny voices. <laughs> or you just see or us and you need to take a you minute, slowly hold. release the
3: balloon, <laughs> 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 right? Are great, which would be that's like human. a fart
0: noise, which mm-hmm. would then I think also yeah. dissipate the anger. Either a fart noise or helium, or in just a like balloon. I know, just no. like a run-up. Yeah. yeah, oh <laughs> my gosh, she did it! I'm talented. Wow. Yes, <laughs> balloon. That <laughs> is talent.
2: That thank
0: you, great. thank you. So, okay, <laughs> I'll Because of time, sure. the, the, the last thing you said, I wanted to touch on that because Colin and I are heavy into this cannabis industry, and I've been with the Michigan Cannabis Industry Association for about a month, realizing that I'm going to walk into every situation, looking at business people, and I'm going to be expecting us all to be on the same team and be good guys and all this. Not always true, right, Colin? Not (laughs) Not always true at at all. And the thing that you said about people whipping each other up online, we're in the middle of this industry that's forming right now, and everybody has strong opinions about it all over the country, and the revolution (laughs) is sort of, we're in the thick of it, which means everybody feels like the stakes are very high. And what I've realized, like my main job is like Robin and I, Robin is my executive director, and she says, We're Switzerland. Mm-hmm. We're Switzerland. Do you know what I mean? We're gonna meet these people who want it this way. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna meet these people who want it this way. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and and we have to be like, Oh wow, yeah. So why is that so important? Mm-hmm. Huh. What's in the way? Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. So does everybody on your team think like that? Okay, well. What's at stake for you? You know, like and you can be thinking, You're fucking greedy, <laughs> monopolistic, <Yeah. laughs> ego driven madman. Yeah. But maybe they're not. Mm-hmm. Maybe they think, I got put in this position and my employees all depend on me and we've got investors. You know, like you don't know what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. They might turn out to be a greedy asshole. But they might just have come into this, and now there's a lot at stake. Yeah. And if I'm not able to listen to them, I c- I'm realizing, like, in my role,
3: mm-hmm. this sort of, like... Yeah, yeah. So, so asshole super important. Yeah. Yeah. The I, I have a lot to say about this, but okay. I will try to be very concise. So <laughs> in the work I'm doing in politics right now, uh, the organization, it. by the right. way, is Better Angels. They're better-angels.org. And... The reason they are successful is the r- is what you need to know. So the reason they're successful is because they are teaching what we talked about earlier with listening in a very specific way. Using So, so the reason they asked me is because I've been teaching this, not just using Gottman stuff. I've been doing this for, d- it's mm-hmm. bigger than that. But the I'm doing the exact same thing they are. So I'm helping people have conversations using the same research yeah. <laughs> in the same way. So therefore they're like, hey, can you do that for us? So anyway, the the thing that you need to know is that if if you're hoping to be an influencer or you're hoping to make national change, then you need to see beyond the viewpoints and the conversations and the emotions and the experiences and be able to pull out people and bring them together. And the only way that you will ever do that is if you respect other people, not bullshit respect them like you're thinking, you're a fucking idiot, but mm-hmm. you're talking mm-hmm. to them, they hu- they'll they see the bubble. It's like a thought bubble. Mm-hmm. They know what you're really thinking. Ooh, it yeah. just comes through. Yes. So it has to be an authentic desire for understanding. Like we talked about earlier, you can't fake that. Yes. And because of that, and so contempt is the number one predictor of divorce, fun Gottman fact, deterioration of relationships mm-hmm. is the number one predictor, in my opinion, because I think it translates, mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. communities not being able to get together and talk. So strategy, uh. high level strategy, uh, talking on a world and national stage is the yeah. kind of thing that I spend a lot of time thinking about <laughs> and helping people think through. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that those are the conversations that need to happen mm-hmm. around what what do we need to happen in 5 years and who needs to be at the table yeah. and why you know the I could tell you stories, mm-hmm. but if, mm-hmm. if the very basic respect for another person is not in place, yeah, then you won't be able to have the conversations you need. And so when you're figuring out, you're staking your positions and you're grouping up with people that agree with you, you tend to be ineffective because mm-hmm. that's not life. As you know, Colin, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> to get things done, it takes getting all the people involved because we're, we don't have the corner on truth. Or on morality, or mm-hmm. what's right, mm-hmm. and we all are self-righteous. So, it's, yes! like it's yeah. the big thing that we have in common. So, yeah. it's it's funny in the in the Better Angels work. I've been learning a lot about how liberals are perceived by conservatives. Oh, which is something that I was not aware of, yeah. and because I'm more liberal, and they are the the number one complaint around the country that Better Angels found when they went on a bus tour is that liberals teach conservatives. Like if we just if we oh. just if we just tell you these things We're about X and assholes. Y X and Y and Z, then you'll understand. Maybe if we speak yes. a little slower, and <laughs> oh. you know, oh like no. then you'll, you'll yeah. get it, and and you'll just it'll just click for you. Which is so fucking condescending, oh and it's it such an asshole is, move. But is. we do not mean to be like no, that because we don't. we don't realize it. Oh yeah, I know. So it's really and, and d- oh, god. I, I wish we I had a whole other. Oh my so god. So I want to yes. make
0: sure we understand. So thanks, Shannon, for being here. Thanks, Colin, for being here. Sarah, so Thank you. glad we got to yeah. do this. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's so great. what's the name of the TV show? Tommy. Tommy. February 6th, Thursday February evening. 6th. I will have an
3: online watch party. Okay. You, you Go to, go to sarahbrabs.com because I don't email people S-A-R-A-H really.
0: S-A-R-A-H-B-R-A-B-B-S. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and you and can follow me there. Yeah, Sorry. and the yeah. organization is better-angels.org. Mm-hmm. Um, parallel Universe. We didn't even talk about that. You said you had a parallel universe earlier. Sorry, uh, choo choo right here at the last minute. <laughs> um, Bruce Banner is a weed strain. That's why Colin knew that about <laughs> the oh, oh
3: my God, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I don't even smoke weed, so that's like I just I get Uh-oh. so I can't it, it
0: really helps with communication and <laughs> Not assholes. Me. Yeah. Oh right, yeah. gosh, we yeah. didn't even get to talk about I know, that. No, it's crazy. So. we'll continue our conversation okay. online. Thank you so much for listening. Please read. Uh, so you think you're so people say you're an asshole, a book for you, people who love you, people who work with you, Sarah Brabs um get it support her hear her speak it's simple it's true you'll learn a lot so yeah let's listen to that um real big fish song again Yay. Yay. here it comes we'll let it play out bye bye